Hello, and thank you again for joining me at Encouraged Hearts. We're going to look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 6 through 10. Before doing that, let's open with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, um, we just thank you again for being with us as we open up your holy scriptures, Lord. Help us to hear from you. Open up our hearts always, our minds, our ears, our eyes to see what you would have us to see. In Jesus' name. So if you have your books, please turn to page 10. If not, grab your Bibles. On page 10, it reads as follows. Let's return to 2 Thessalonians 1, where we began this week's study, and see what Paul told the Thessalonians about those who afflicted them. What I'd like you to do as I read those verses 6 through 10 from chapter 1, I'd like you to draw a box around the words those and these, and those two words refer to people who afflict believers. Again, you're putting a box around the words those and these. Also, anytime you hear or read a reference to time, draw a little clock next to that word. So you're going to put a clock next to any reference to time. Okay? Verse 6. For after all, it is only just for God to repay with affliction those who afflict you. So I would say you should have drawn a small clock next to the word after and put a box around the word those. Verse 7, and to give relief to you who are afflicted and to us as well when the Lord Jesus will be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire. So in that verse, I would say put a clock next to um, the word when, so that begins the phrase um, showing time. Verse 8, dealing out retribution to those who do not know God and to those who do obey, who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. So put a box around the word those after the phrase retribution to and the next those as well. Okay, so there are two of those words to box in verse 8. Verse 9, these will pay the penalty of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Here you would box the word these, and I would say put a clock next to the word eternal, which means everlasting, of course. Um, Verse 10, when he comes to be glorified in his saints on that day and to be marveled at among all who have believed, for our testimony to you was believed. So in verse 10, you would put a clock next to the word when. Also put a clock next to the word or phrase that day. Okay, I think I got all of those markings. Um, I'm going to once again read through the scriptures, um, this time without interruption, so we get the full gist of the passages. For after all, it is only just for God to repay with affliction those who afflict you, 
and to give relief to you who are afflicted and to us as well when the Lord Jesus will be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, dealing out retribution to those who do not know God and to those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. These will pay the penalty of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. When he comes to be glorified in his saints on that day and to be marveled at among all who have believed, for our testimony to you was believed. Okay, we're going to look at the discussion questions now. Again, if you have your books, please um, turn to page 11, the next page over, of course. And um, let's go ahead and get started there. The first question what did you learn about those who afflict believers? What will happen to them and when will it happen? Paul assures the believers that God is just and he will avenge those who caused their persecution. This will happen when Jesus returns with his angels in flaming fire. He will punish those who do not know God and those who have heard the gospel but rejected it. Their punishment will be eternal destruction and separation from God. The next question, according to this passage, when will the believer be relieved from affliction? Verse 7 tells us that the believer will find relief when Jesus returns. Question number three, how do the truths you have just learned affect you. So that's something we really need to think about as we study how do we respond to the word. The passages certainly are an encouragement. Um, I know that God is just. He sees and knows everything. He will repay with affliction those who have caused believers suffering in the persecution that we discussed this week. He will give everlasting rest and peace to each one of us when he returns. So um, as a Christ follower, um, we can certainly be encouraged by these promises. Um, the last question, in, in the light of all you have studied this week, what have you learned about the role of suffering in the life of a believer? Also in that question, it reads, how will this impact your response to difficult circumstances? Um, well, for the believer, um, I think suffering is a part of life. It's inevitable. We found out in Philippians chapter 1, verse 29, that we were not only granted the faith to believe in Christ, but we were also granted the privilege of suffering for his sake. In the last episode, we learned that the word granted is translated to mean favor or to show kindness. In suffering, he gives us strength to remain steadfast. Um, oftentimes, we are closest to him during times of suffering. We know that he is at work even if we can't see it. So our faith is strengthened. And our suffering allows us, um, I think, to become more empathetic to others and therefore able, again, to um, comfort others. Just like Paul comforted the Thessalonians, they in turn were an example, and they were also an encouragement to other believers.
Okay, so um, this is certainly scripture that we need to really um, think about and pray about and just continue to seek the scriptures to have, you know, an understanding and just, um, you know, as I do, I just rely on the word. Um, Anytime we're going through hard times, the best place to be, of course, you know, close to the Lord through prayer, but um, we have to stand, stand upon the word and get our strength from the word. Um, There's power in the word of the Lord. Before I end today's lesson, I would like to read this week's wrap up, which is found on page 12. If you have the workbook, um, please follow along with me. We often hear conflicting messages about suffering. Some of the popular teachings of the day indicate that once you have become a believer, your problems are resolved. Some preachers tell us that God intends for all his children to be wealthy and healthy. They claim that success, prosperity, and trouble-free living are yours for the taking, if you have enough faith or if you confess God's promises. Is this teaching consistent with the Word of God? Is it consistent with what you have learned this week? Like thousands of believers before us, we are living in difficult times. Christians all around us are under attack. When we stand up for God's truth, we find ourselves trampled by others marching under the banner of tolerance. And we find that we're not immune to the pressures, suffering, and pain of daily life that threaten to crush us. How will you respond to suffering? Will you spend your time complaining or perhaps even hide your faith? Will you try to escape persecution? Or will you follow the example of the Thessalonians and persevere? I pray that our time together has been a blessing, and I look forward to sharing God's Word with you soon. God bless.